you are watching today and listening to a live podcast called Sex with Stevie. I'm your host, Steve V. Rodriguez. I've just been jamming to DJ Steve Cunningham. I'm going to drop that down there. Um, he was my first guest on the show of Sex with Stevie. And um, welcome to Sex with Stevie in my live podcast. I've got a great show for you tonight. It's a call-in show, 908-312-1015. I put it in the comments section on the Facebook page. And you can call in, weigh in on some hot gay sex topics that we're going to be talking about tonight. Or say hi, ask me a question. I've got you covered tonight. Um, on tonight's show, though, I've got some fun guests calling in, one of which is the current Mr. Leather Bullet. He is going to be calling in, in shortly, which I'm very excited to uh, be talking to him. Um, right after that, I've got uh, Kevin Thomas calling in, but you can call in, like I said. Um, before my first guest calls in, I wanted to talk about a mask that a good friend of mine uh, made, Matthew Neff. Uh, this is a neoprene mask that's so cool. Um, I, I think I put it down there. Let me just put it down there so you can see it. Um, you can go to shopneffnyc.com and it's this neoprene mask that's got these two straps that stays one behind your head and the other one. I was wearing this today and just to show you, and I felt like a warrior, like a ninja going out. Um, it was so hot, I love it. Thank you, Matthew Nev. These things are flying off the racks. Um, he's, um, my good friend Matthew is a designer for many, many Broadway shows, and he is putting his, his craftsmanship to good use right now and making these really great masks that you can order. Again, I put it down there. It's shopneffnyc.com. I got the black uh, neoprene mask. He's got this polka dot one that's super cool too. So when we go out, we look a little bit cooler than the you know, seeing all those surgical masks that you keep seeing when you go everywhere. So this will, is the mask of choice. It's washable, it's all those good things. Um, highly recommend that. Um, hopefully we'll be talking to him um, tonight or sometime soon. Again, I'm your host, Steve V. Rodriguez. I do this live show. It's a Sister to Tags podcast. Uh, we drop a new episode of Tags Podcast every Tuesday. This one's live, and then it gets dropped in your feed on Friday night. Um, I wanted to, before my first guest calls me, there was a couple things that I wanted to talk with you about. Um, and I'm just, well, let me go to my notes. That would probably be the best bet because, um, so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is uh, we have a Patreon page, and a Patreon page is just a subscriber page where you, if you listen to Tag's podcast, talk about gay sex, or this one, this is where you get some extra special sexy perks from us, and we've got all the different tiers, um, very like a cup of coffee type tiers, and on up. And this week I did a review of this Man Squeeze product, which is really cool. I'm just gonna show you it here. It's um, kind of like a flesh jack, but better because it looks like a piece of art. And for every tier, I did a different video. And I'm just hoping that the types of videos that I did shoot for you all on patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex doesn't get a shut down. It was a lot of fun. Um, producing these videos for you, I have to say, and um, I look forward to that. But you can also go to our Patreon page because we do these weekly sex polls. We just want to hear from you and we always report back, which is always a lot of fun. So patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex is um, what I'm talking about there. And before we get into my first guest, 
I just wanted to leave you with uh, something that I was thinking about recently. Before the quarantine, I did a vision board and I was looking at my vision board the other day and obviously I did it before quarantine. One of the things I had on there, a little thing that I had clipped said three R's, reflect, rest, and restore. And that stuck with me because I thought during this self this quarantine and this pandemic that we're all in what better way um we should uh reflect rest and restore is this brandon yes this is brandon <laughs> okay great good i'm just pulling up your volume there um thanks for calling brandon to sex with stevie yeah of course yeah <laughs> good to be here Awesome. Um, Brandon and I connected recently on um, Facebook and you were telling me that you had been, you're the current Mr. Bullet, which is uh, Mr. Leather Bullet, correct? Yes, the uh, Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. And the Bullet is a leather bar in uh, LA, correct? Yes, uh, definitely one of the few. We have a, a handful still around here, but uh, the bullet is uh, in, in North Hollywood, yeah. I love it. And you're the current Mr. Leather Bullet 2020, correct? Yeah, that, that competition actually happened back in, uh, I believe it was February 7th, like the first weekend of February. Wow, very cool. Um, well, before we get into you being the current Mr. Bullet... Is it leather bullet or bullet leather? Uh, bullet, Mr. Bullet Leather. Mr. Bullet Leather. Okay, before we get into because I want to hear some more details on that. Uh, you have been a listener to Tag's podcast, Talk About Gay Sex, correct? And you were sharing with me a, a quick story on... Tell us yeah. the story. So I actually started listening um, a long time ago. Like back in maybe like Christmas of 2017, like getting into 2018. And uh, kind of, you know, starting to discover myself sexually and everything. And one of the episodes that really caught my attention was Larry's episode when you, when you interviewed Larry. Um, out and, in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, up in San Francisco. Oh. And so he was talking about sort of the history in San Francisco and uh, kind of going through the, the AIDS epidemic. And there was mention of like leather bars in there. And I'm like, leather bars? What the heck is that all about? So that kind of like planted the seed in my head, like, oh, there's a such thing as leather bars out here. They got to have them in, in Los Angeles. And uh, I actually, that week, it, it was sort of like destiny. I stumbled into uh, the Eagle LA. And um, I was like, oh my God, everyone's in leather, everyone's in harnesses. And it, it was just like this really hot sexy energy that I had never experienced before. And I actually messaged you on Facebook. Uh, we weren't friends, but I was like, oh my gosh, with this, this whole thing, it, you know, it, I'm interested in, in, in being in leather and getting into the scene, but I, I just don't know how to do it. I don't know what my partner's going to say. Um, and you didn't end up replying because we weren't friends. You must have not gotten in your inbox or something. But uh, that weekend, I went to San Francisco and got my first leather harness at Mr. S. Wow, I love that story so much, partly because that episode that you referred to, Leather, is my longtime BFF of all time, uh, Larry Hashbarger. He has a, a, a famous restaurant for transgendered Asia, Asia SF that's really popular. And, um, and the other thing is that I also entered the Mr. Mr. New York Eagle contest, and I was runner-up. That's didn't, right. Yeah, I didn't win, um, but that's so cool that you did and you won. Um, so this is currently your year that you would be residing over and currently we're all self-quarantining, but you've done something really cool. You started a podcast uh, that I want people to know about. It's called Leather Talk. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's called uh, Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. And uh, basically... It was sort of like um, really listening to your podcast and some others where I wanted to 
like future generations to have something to listen back to and to, to say, oh, that's what everyone was doing. And like, this is their story. And I want to hear people's story of how they got into the leather community, like from the horse's mouth. And so like the, the first goal of the podcast is really to preserve gay leather history as it is today. And then the second is really to like bridge the gap between the generations and bring people into the community with some sort of knowledge. So hopefully, you know, there's less people out there, like when I got into it, like scared to go into it. Um, you know, luckily I, I ended up, you know, mustering up the courage enough to, to kind of jump in. Uh, but I, I'm not sure that not everybody has that kind of capacity to, to do that. Um, and this is just kind of a way to get to know people one-on-one, uh, -on -one, just, you know, in the comfort of your own home, and especially in a time where we're all stuck here. Like, this is a time where we're being challenged to connect with each other in creative ways. Well, I have to tell you, I, exactly. And I have to tell you, I listened to your current episode with Gabriel, I believe, who's yes. a Mr. Bearer. Yeah, Mr. Leatherbear 2014. <laughs> yes, and I really, I loved the conversation. And you have such a way of igniting a conversation as, to, as also just engaging us. And I loved his story, and so I'm hooked on it, uh, definitely. Um, and I think it's such a good thing. Did you decide on doing this podcast before you knew that we were going to be quarantined? Or was this something because you knew that you aren't no, going to be able to this, go out and about doing your normal duties. No, it kind of, it kind of came at a good time. I, I recorded the first three episodes in person because I, this was before COVID, and it was really going to be my mission as Mr. Bullet Leather to bring people into the community, and this was my way of doing it, and it just so happened that COVID happened maybe two or three weeks later after I re recorded several episodes. Um, and, you know, started editing and getting them ready to, to be published. So, yeah. Wow. Well, it's a good time. And I love the show. And if you want a guest, I would love to be on your show as well, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I was going to say, we do have what I call a Leather Talk party. So upon the release of the episode every week, we have a Zoom party that I post on Facebook and Instagram. And so anybody's welcome to join that. And basically what we do is we sit with the guest of the, the episode and kind of hang out and get to know each other. And that's a weekly Zoom virtual party that we can all uh, um, attend? Yes. Cool, say that name again for us. It's called, well, it's called Leather Talk uh, with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. If you just type in Leather Talk on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, you'll find it. And you can find me on Facebook as Brandon Bullet and Instagram as uh, Leather Talk Mr. Bullet. Uh, and that's where I post all the updates for the Zoom parties. Cool, before I get ask you a couple personal questions about your interests, I wanted to know, <laughs> what can you tell us, um, Bullet Bar is in North Hollywood. I used to live in Los Angeles for years, love LA, and even worked in North Hollywood. I wasn't even aware that there was a Leather Bar Bullet. Um, what can you tell us about the bar? Uh, the Bullet is something special. Um, when I first went to the Bullet, I didn't even realize that it was a leather bar. And that, that's kind of the beauty of it. But when you do walk in, you notice a few things. You notice that everybody kind of knows each other there. Um, there's all different walks of life. There's, you know, daddies, there's twinks, there's pups, there's the, the works. And uh, it wasn't until maybe like a year going to the bullet that I realized that I looked up and I was like, Hey, that's a leather pride flag. And then I found out that they had a title and I, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a leather bar. <laughs> I had no idea for the longest time, but that's kind of where I found my home. And they, we have these amazing events, um, like pleasure pain night where you can come and visit different stations in the back patio and try flogging and try laughs or electrofin. Um, it's really just open to the entire community and getting everybody involved. I love it. I'm going to check it out next time I'm in LA when we can go back to traveling. And I hope that it makes it through this uh, because it sounds like a really cool bar. Um, 
I just wanted to ask you a couple of personal questions. So you are engaged, yes? Yes, yes, I'm engaged. I was, I was scrolling on. A week I was, after. I was um, you know, well, I don't know what you call it when you go on someone's Facebook and sneaking around on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long have you been together? Um, about five and a half years, uh, coming up on five and a half years uh, next month, actually. Nice. And I was listening to the current podcast and you were sharing with uh, Gabriel that when you decided to get into kink and the leather BDSM community, you weren't necessarily sure if your fiance or partner was going to be into it. Is he into it or how does that affect your... No, I, that was my biggest fear was that upon take, you know, deciding to go on this journey to really discover myself, in deeper ways, I was worried that I was going to leave him behind. And in no way has my fear <laughs> come to fruition. And actually, he's grown with me in a lot of ways. He doesn't consider himself kinky, um, but, you know, he he dabbles in a, one or two things every once in a while. But he, he's very vanilla, but he, he supports me, and uh, he came to the competition, and he just, he's... He's all over me, hundred percent. Whether I'm kinky, whether I'm whether I'm not. And then that's great to hear. And then, do you guys have? Because I, even listening to that one episode, it sounded like you have an open relationship for sex. Yeah, an open relationship for sex. Uh, we're, we're not polyamorous by any means, but we we do allow each other, you know, to um, go and play actually and, and mainly for the reasons of you know I'm kinky and he's not so if I wanted to go uh, practice a fetish with someone or do a session and that's something that he you know is not interested in he has no issues kind of letting me go and uh, do my own thing and I, I allowed the same thing with him um, and it's I, I like to say that we grew into a, an open relationship um, it didn't happen overnight it took many years to, to get where we are um, so my advice to anybody out there is um, don't rush into anything. <laughs> Take your time. There's, there's no rush. Exactly. And I noticed um, you were talking on one, I think the same podcast that I was listening to, that you have experimented I ha myself. Um, you're a fister or a top fister? <laughs> <laughs> well, these are... <laughs> I'm a fistee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are getting into some... some Okay, well, the, uh, I, I didn't honestly have the courage to, to do fisting until um, I met somebody who was interested. Uh, you know, we, we tried it, and uh, I went slow. I, I myself, as a verse bottom, uh, know, like, you need to go slow no matter what you're putting in there. Correct. And, uh, and well, if we have time, I'll just share a quick little story uh um, yes, I do t top fisting, um, you know, whenever, you know, I have a couple friends that are, are into it, but, um, I actually tried, a sort of on accident, <laughs> uh, as a bottom fister, I was getting massaged and at the end of the massage, the, the guy goes, Hey, well, we got to, you got some more time. Like, is there anything you want me to do? And he kind of glances down like towards my, you right. know, dick area. and he's like, I'm like, whatever you want to do. And he started, you know, kind of touching, and uh, he's like, okay, and I'm like, sure. And, like, one finger became two fingers, and I said, you could do more. And so, you know, I felt another one slip in, and then I, I must have lost track, because at some point I said more, and I felt his thumb. And I was like, oh, my God, is that everything? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Sometimes you don't need to know. That's... Wow, that's so interesting because that was kind of my experience too with the masseur and it happened organically, not to overuse that word that people love to use, but it did really happen organically with somebody that I had entrusted and it, it just it worked out. And, it's, and I, like you, probably it's not something you do all the time. It takes a lot of time and we've talked about it on other shows here. Sure, you have as well. It's it's um, it's. I love it, but it's it's a process and takes a lot of patience and time, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the 
your uh, you'll probably hear hear uh, uh, episode two of my podcast with Chad Arnick. He talks about you know if you're if you're in a hurry, uh, stop yourself and and ask you know would you want somebody to do this to you in a hurry or without having a conversation first? And anytime we you play in the BDSM world with with fetishes and kinks, especially something that you know you could possibly hurt yourself, you you want to go slow and you want to make sure you're with somebody that you have open communication with. Brandon, before I let you go, any quick advice you can give to people listening or watching that want to, particularly in this time frame where we're all self-quarantining, uh, of how to explore their fetish? If maybe they don't even know they have a fetish, but any advice? Yeah, I mean, well, prior to COVID, I would say just show up and meet new people. Um, but right now, that's not <laughs> as easy as it looks. But Take a listen to uh, my podcast, come to the Zoom parties, and connect yourself with people in the community, and that's the best way that you can get yourself involved. I totally agree. Brandon, I want to thank you. Thank you for reaching out to me. Um, you can listen to Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find it. I'll put a link on tagspodcast.com, though, as well. And thank you okay. so much. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Good night. Wow. I love talking to him. And that's the beauty of the podcast is that he reached out to me and I'm hoping to be on his show. And it turns out we have a lot in common. And that's why I love doing this show so much. Um, this is a call-in show, and the number to call, I've got some yes calling in tonight, but uh, the number to call in is 908-312-1015, and I will answer any of your questions. I will give you solicited advice if you wanted, or um, you can just tell me how you're dealing with this quarantine and maybe share some stories uh, because you know, any bit helps. And again, take our, our sex poll every week. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Grab a cocktail because my next guest is, uh, well, he's great. And I cannot wait till he calls in. Give me a second while I just pull up his title there. And he will be calling in shortly. A um, couple things. Um, Tags podcast is every week. And the other day we were talking about, uh, with my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln, how with this quarantining, it keeps inching forward and moving that we're going to still be in this quarantining longer and longer. And I don't know if you heard, but things like if in New York City, where I reside here, we, New York's Gay Pride has been canceled. All parade festivals have been canceled. Um, I was actually gonna go to Lisbon Pride in Portugal and take this cruise with the Vakaya Cruise Line people and the Lisbon Pride has been, of course, canceled. And, you know, it's just where we're at with all this. Um, my next caller's calling in. Hey, call, hey, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Is this Kevin Thomas? Yes, this is Kevin Thomas, TV. Is it a go, Kevin Thomas? <laughs> it is a go for 2020. Let me just get your audio a little boosted here. I think we are good. Kevin Thomas, oh my gosh, my longtime friend, my brother, my bro, <laughs> although we don't talk that way. Um, how you doing? Hey, bro! Exactly. Yeah. Let's. We've never talked that way ever in our entire lives. No, we don't. We don't even say "Hey, girl." We just say "Hey." We, we don't. We think we say things like "Hey, baby girl," and because we have you, damn it, damn it. If somebody is watching, put the reference in the comment section on what movie that's from. We'll do a little trivia quiz here. Kevin Thomas, real quick. You're out in the Bay Area, San Francisco area. You work in the hotel industry. You're also um, online with so much entertainment. What's how are you doing with everything? Whew. Well, I didn't think we'd go there. Well, yeah, I'm in the hospitality industry, and my hotels are open. 
but of course occupancy is nothing. I mean, we have construction workers mostly, which kind of could be fun if you see them right after work. Because mm. um, buildings still need to be done. And we do have some nurses, but none of our lives are the same now. Correct. Particularly your industry at hospitality in, in general, and it just, there's no end in sight, you know, I, right now, right? Right. I mean, you know, they keep extending when this is over, which, I mean, I'm happy that they're being safe, but I've had one poor bride reschedule her wedding now. She's on her third try. Oh, yeah, exactly. I've heard about all these. And, Go ahead. Uh, then we have to rethink what we're going to do for meetings. You can't just all stack up a room. It's, just, it's going to be like a theater. When Hamilton is sold out, it'll be like one-third full. For people, they need a distance. Exactly. And for people that know, Kevin Thomas has been on this show before. He's does so many reviews, Mr. Entertainment. Um, you know so much about Broadway. What do you think Broadway is going to be like? Because even when we roll out, I was watching something on, uh, on TV and or I was talking to my co-host. And, you know, when you sit in those first rows and you're watching an amazing musical, they're spewing spit basically at their belting out these amazing songs i don't know that we're going to be able to do that for a while or are they just going to have to and then they're going to lose all those seats if they don't book those first few rows what are your thoughts on that well i think it's going to be the same with movies it's going to be super tough because you'll want to sit next to the person you went with but then you don't want anybody next to you or behind you so i think when they sell tickets if they sell two then they're going to have to make the ones behind and around you empty. Correct, yeah, at least until we find, you know, a cure for this. Um, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is we share a love of this. You're doing essentially uh, on your YouTube channel, At Home Fil Film Festival, and you've been posting yes, all the, I talk about that real quick. The minute I heard Broadway was dark, I mean, I love the art. I, I'm happy it starts for the sake of health. So I started the um, hashtag at home film festival where I have done a movie review a day. I first just randomly, I try to appeal to all people. I've done gay, I've done straight, I've done musicals. Now I'm doing a different theme each week. Last week was, um, um, I can't even remember, but this week I'm doing child actors that became successful adult stars as well. Like today's is Keanu Reeves. Love it. But um, one movie that when you and I were talking, I thought this is perfect for your show because I'm not just here to talk about movies that don't have talking about gay sex. <laughs> a movie that you and I both love till the end of time is I Always Said, I Always Said Yes, colon, The Many Lives of Wakefield Pool. Now, a lot of people can say, who, what, what? Wakefield Pool Let's just say, essentially, if it wasn't for him, we would not know a chorus line on Broadway. Because Wakefield Poole started out as a Broadway dancer, choreographer. Then he decided gay porn just has no style. So he made a movie called The Boys and the Stand. I, don't, I didn't say band. That's totally different. Which was like the deep throat of gay porn. That movie made so much money. And his friend Michael Bennett came to, his, to him to say, hey, You've made so much money with your gay porn movie, and I need a little help financing a chorus line. So because of his Broadway background, he had a friend named Michael Bennett, so that helped the chorus line. And then later, I mean, Wakefield Pool's life later, he became a chef for Calvin Klein. So you could, um, there's many ways you could get, um, watch The Many Lives of Wakefield Pool on Here TV. It's free on Amazon and Sling. And Steve, it's not the sling that you want to go in later with the streaming <laughs> device. So don't don't mix up your sling. Well, what and by the, the way, I always try to send people to when I do my reviews. I try to find tell them where to go watch it today. Mostly it's free, but sometimes you got to spend a few dollars. It's so worth it. We love it so much. For people that know Fire Island here in the New York area, the boys in the sand is all shot there. It was also a document, uh, a film that was kind of one of the first porn, maybe not one of the first porn. It's sort of like the quote-unquote mainstream porn. I mean, when it first came out, 
even women would go because they heard about it. Well, the one thing I remember also in the documentary is the New York Times did a review on it and it played at a regular cinema in New York City and had a line wrapped around the corner. People were, because the New York Times did a review on it and people were so curious about this new style of film that showed boys, but it was very breakthrough. And the film is amazing. It, I loved it so much, as is, in a different way, one of his follow-up films that I own on my DVD collection called Bijou. Bijou! Bijou. <laughs> I love that film too. It's, it's kind of dark, but shows a gritty New York. And who, isn't there a guy in there that he convinced? Oh, oh my God. That's Talk about I that real Bijou. quick. <laughs> yeah, okay. So even if you watch the more um, woman-friendly, non-porn um, documentary, that guy from Bijou with the enormously large, beautiful, I dream about it every night cock. Yes. You get to see it in the documentary and in Bijou the movie. Super great, sexy, and that motherfucking cock. It's such a great film, and it's one of those great films that if you want to see in New York and it's grittier side, which is so cool, this is the film to watch. I often put it on on my DVD with out the sound because it's not like there's a lot of lines going or dialogue going on in this film and for a party of people it's a great film to have it on in the background and it's it stimulates conversation and it's a lot of fun and also hearing your last guest i thought of a couple other movies if i can make a quick reference yes. i might review at the at home film festival found on youtube under real kev sorry promotion but we also both love Folsom forever Yes. Yeah, but that's a great movie, and um, that director of that is like one of the sweetest people that ever walked the face of the earth. And Steve, I don't know if you but know about this movie, but it popped in my head listening to your last guest, Taxi Zoom Clo. It's a German film, which I did the research while we're on the phone. You could view it for free on Tubi, T-U-B-I, and it came out in the early '80s. Super sexually frank. Water sports are in it. Ooh. Um, it's like knew that would perk your attention up. <laughs> so it really, I mean, it has a lot of fetishy and leathery and um, different sexual things. And for 1981, that was like an amazing thing to see. Taxi Zoom Clo, if you forget about it, it translates into Taxi to the Toilet. Wow, I love that movie. Okay, I need to definitely see that. Oh my goodness. Oh, somebody just <laughs> posted, they, they love that you said that film, so cool. Um, Real quick, what? Can, how can people follow you again? They can go to at or just share with at, me. At any place, I'm real Kev, like movie real, R-E-E-L-K-E-V, except for Instagram. Someone already had that. They've never used it. They've never done anything. So I choose, I'm real Kevo there. Um, I have my own website, real Kev. But to find the reviews of each day, Go to youtube.com slash realkev, and I have a channel there with movie reviews. Got it. And I have your website um, below your name right now, um, realkev.com. So hopefully there's links there. But I'm going to put everything on tagspodcast.com. Vivian Mead says, love Folsom forever. Hey, it's Kevin, my best friend. <laughs> so Who's Vivian Mead? I don't know. Who you know, is. I don't know. but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know her. I love it. Um, Kevin, thanks so much. I'm going to post all this stuff to follow you, and I love that you have this uh, ongoing, you know, like a lot of us, you're being creative. You know, what else can we do? But you're really being creative and doing this online film fest to keep us motivated. Well, you are, too. I love that you've turned your podcast down into a Facebook Live event. Thank you. Absolutely. And, Steve, I need to review after you see Taxi Zoom Clothes. I will. I will, definitely. Send me the link on that because I'm not sure how to spell that. How do you spell that? T-A-X-I, then Z-U-M, then K-L-O. Got it. Perfect. Kevin I'll Tom, send you a link so you could share with your people. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. One of my favorite people, my bro, my brother. I don't know why I keep saying bro because we don't even talk like that. Kevin Thomas, I will list all these links in our show notes out to Amaro. By the way, this show gets repackaged and gets into your audio feed. If you're already listening to Tag's podcast, 
This just comes out Friday, um, but you can watch it on YouTube or go back into our Facebook page and watch it there. But isn't this so much more fun? I hope you have a cocktail. Um, my friend, I have, um, I'm wondering if my friend um, can call in now real quick. Matthew Neff, I'm just gonna put this in here. Sorry, people, this is live. And if he does, he can talk about his masks and what he's doing. Um, again, oh my goodness, and he's calling right now. Wow, that's like, Matthew Neff, how the fuck? Hello. You are on it. <laughs> how, <I'm here. laughs> oh my God. How the F are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm You're hanging really in there? Busy, but good. Um, for people that don't know, Matthew Neff, and I'm putting your, um, your website up below on the live feed right now where people can get your mask. Matthew's a dear friend of mine here in New York City and is a designer, has the best <laughs> hot... Uh, Halloween costumes every year. We were just talking about you the other day on our other show, Tags Podcast. And you work in Broadway. You're a costumer. You've worked on so many shows that we all know and love. And I didn't know this, but you worked a little bit when Madonna was in town for the Madame X tour? Uh, uh, I signed an NDA with Live Nation. Wow. Okay, got <laughs> it. Neff said. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have to talk about your, I just got your mask in the mail. I was wearing it out all day today. It's a neoprene mask. It's so cool. I feel like a ninja wearing it. Um, <laughs> it's so cool because so many people are running outside wearing those surgical masks and you feel like you're in, a, a, you know, an extra in Contagion, the film. And right. You at least are adding a little bit of style to this. How did you come up with this, and why did you want to do this? Um, well, I was actually working in the Broadway theater. Uh, I'm the stitcher for West Side Story. And I started getting all these messages from people saying, are you okay? What are you going to do now that the news is out? And I was like, what are you talking about? Literally, was sitting at the sewing machine fixing costumes when we found out the shutdown was happening. Um, and it was, we all just kind of looked around at each other like, oh. Okay. Um, I cleaned out my locker because I didn't know next time I'd be back or if the show would be there when we get back, you know. Um, and then I went home, and it was the first time in two weeks that I could chill out, I think, in, like, four years. Wow. Because um, I'd gone from, like, one show to another to another, and then would take some time off to work on, like, uh, maybe a pop star thing. And then um, I've worked on a bunch of TV shows. And, like, I haven't been out, you know, I haven't seen you out in a while just because, I'm so tired all the time. So the first two weeks was so nice because I just sat around doing nothing. <laughs> and uh, and much needed break. I, it was a much needed break, and I kept getting all these messages from people saying, you know, you should join this mask making crew or make surgical caps or make um, gowns. And, and and I know and everyone that's doing it, they're doing an amazing job. And I just at that point, I needed to break from being on the flying machine, um, and I, I just couldn't do it. And then my brother worked for a, uh, a, a government um, t uh, place. Uh, I don't want to say what it is. Um, he, he called because he needed a mask. And he was a Marine in Afghanistan. Wow. And so he used to wear these like neoprene masks on top of the tank. Uh, and it, they had filters in them. So he was telling me what he needed. And my sister is a nurse. So I called her, and then we started talking about medical-grade paper and maybe incorporating that into the neoprene and how could we get it and blah, blah. And it, it became impossible. So uh, then my brother came back with, well, these are what the filters were. Um, so if you do buy a mask, and I'm not selling filters, and these are really hard to find now, but there's a filter that's called a PM 2.5, which is not going to stop coronavirus, um, but it is an extra barrier, and... These masks are not medical grade masks. They're just right. there to remind you to not touch your face, and you know. Um, but I, I mean, a lot of the blue masks that we're seeing are, you know, being bought in random places, and we don't know really if they're medical grade either. Uh, but well, a couple things. So I, 
A, a couple things just with the mask. It's so, A, you're going to look better than the surgical mask on. But they, I was watching <laughs> something on the news the other day where they did a side-by-side -side of how much we spit or spew when we talk. They had, yeah. And they showed the difference between if you just had not a medical-grade mask, but just a cover versus how we normally talk. And the difference, like nothing really, very few bits came out of the non-surgical mask as opposed to when we normally talk. And you work in Broadway, and I was just talking with my last guest, Kevin Thomas, on imagine if you're in that front row when they're belting out, you know, um, these songs and you're getting all of that and it is what it is but I these are I mean that from the audience perspective is crazy but being backstage it's even crazier because each actor before they walk on stage is interacting with 20 30 100 people back there there's someone fixing their wig there's someone touching their face for uh, mic placement there's a dresser or two or three doing quick changes on people touching touching sweating clothes and like um, you know right. it, it's the fear of what is happening is very real. Uh, and not just so much for the audience, but the conversations about uh, TV and film are starting up in Australia and how they're going to handle the COVID-19. And, and it's just, it's a weird time to be thinking about stuff. Uh, but yeah, these masks uh, were, I just made a few of them for my brother. And then funny enough, do you remember you had that Christmas party and I showed up with the black and white striped, Santa hat out of neoprene? Yes, I do. <laughs> so I made myself a black and white striped neoprene mask out of the same pattern I made for my brother and went to the supermarket and all these people came running up to me and I was like, you have to pack up, like the six feet thing. Come on, remember, remember. Uh, <laughs> and I told my sister about it. I was like, oh, it's crazy. People are reacting to it. And she was like, you better start building a bunch of them because I feel like the CDC is going to tell all, all of America that we need to start covering our faces when we leave the house. And I was like, you know, my sister's kind of smart. So I sat in my lip, uh, my sewing area and I made like 20 of them. And I thought like, well, maybe some kids who, you know, the hot topic crowd in the mall want to walk around and, and dance some Mariah Carey Christmas song. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll buy them. And I posted the picture after de Blasio made the announcement and it sold out immediately. And then it, it just kind of blew up and grew. Well, I love them so much. I love the polka dot one that you also have on the side. Right now, as we're talking below, people can get the mask. It's Neff, excuse me, shop Neff, N-E-F-F-N-Y-C.com. And are these washable? And my Instagram, they are washable. Okay, just, yeah. uh, because it's neoprene, you can hand wash it. You can put it in a, a machine to wash it. You just can't put it in a dryer. Um, so let it dry. dry. Let it dry fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it has two layers, and there's a little pocket inside where you can Oh, my can God, put... I just... Oh, my God, I just noticed the pocket right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you can put anything in there to make you feel comfortable. You can put a dryer sheet so you smell something good. You can put a coffee filter in there. I mean... Uh, <laughs> ah, okay, I see. You, you can put your poppers in there. You know what? I love it. This is great. <laughs> Matthew, thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to list this on tagspodcast.com. I love mine. I, Gregory, our mutual friend, just ordered his, and I learned about it, um, seeing it online. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. If, um, How do we follow you? How do we follow you? Sorry. Uh, oh, uh, only on Instagram is uh, NeffNYC. And then uh, at the end of next week, there's going to be two different... Um, uh, I guess debuts of limited edition masks. Oh my um, god! Yeah, and one of the, one of the editions is uh, uh, something everyone has been asking me to do, and they thought I would never do it. So, coming from the I'm king talking. of Halloween, I'm gonna check back. We will post this. I need to <laughs> see it. I need to have it. I hope Halloween's not canceled. I know, I know. With these masks, we're all kind of in a bad Halloween, but we're looking better with thanks to you. Thank you so much, Matthew uh, Neff. I you're love very it. welcome. All right, Thank I will you for having me. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> right. Bye, darling. Bye, sweetie. Oh my God, one of my favorite people. Again, you can go to uh, shop Neff NYC and get one of these. They're so cool. They will keep you safe and. 
um, looking better than wearing that surgical mask, which is not that cute. Um, coming up, I know I have my co-host calling shortly here. I hope he calls in shortly because I really miss him and want to talk to him. I'm putting his tag up on the bottom of the screen. Um, let me just get that going. And yes, just a couple of announcements though. Um, we drop a new episode with my co-host right now. We are taking your listenership and if you have a question for myself or my two co-hosts, Jeremy Russ Lopez or Lincoln, you can email me, steve at talkaboutgaysex.com. We're recording next week. So it's a whole viewer show. Let me get this real quick. Hey, Cody, Cody. Hey, it's, hi, it's Cody. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you, boo? I am really good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's so good to hear your voice again today. It is. I am refreshing my cocktail now that you're on the phone because I missed you. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just refreshed mine too, so. <laughs> okay, right? I mean, exactly. Oh, my God. How are you doing? I'm doing well um, in quarantine still. Um, I just uh, graduated from life coaching school. <laughs> a life coaching program to become a life coach. So I've been up all day, um, working all day. So that's today right. Con been... Congratulations on that. And I thank you. I was just talking to you offline yesterday about that. And one of my questions to you is because I had a life coach for a while, and it was career based. But I understand there's career based life coaches, and then there's relationship um, ones. Um, which one are you focusing on? Um, mainly relationships, love relationships, relationships with family, what have you. But um, I can do anything really. If you I know you can. Career, <laughs> I would like to specialize in relationships. Let's just put it that way. Well, you know, I think you're going to be busy post coming out of this because, you know, so many people are hunkered down together that maybe didn't plan on it and they're learning yeah. more about each other, which could be a good yeah. thing. And then there's others like yourself, which is my next question for you, is you started dating somebody perhaps pre-COVID-19, yeah. and this separation has been, you know, I don't know, it's just taxing. been a whole thing. Taxing, yeah. Um, we taxing keep, on our relationship. We, sure. keep, we keep following up on you. Um, just for those people that may not know, if you just tuned in, Cody is my co-host, was always supposed to be my co-host sitting next to me. He will be here at yeah. some point um, when we come out of this. <laughs> He was dating uh, a guy prior to COVID-19. They were getting really developing a cool groove. And we keep checking in with you to see how it's going. Um, how is it going? Um, uh, I feel like it's slowing down a little bit. I'm trying to keep the momentum going. Um, yeah. He, uh, let's just say I feel, I feel it cooling down. Um, we had a little misunderstanding. Uh, I'm trying not to get too in, let my feelings get too hurt or like let them get in the way of us developing something because I understand that this is not like a normal time. So, and like we mentioned before, when you don't see somebody consistently, then if you don't have that as a basis, then it's hard to keep that, uh, new relationship going. Well, it's interesting. So, yeah, go ahead. So um, I'm just trying to keep it keep it fresh and keep keep things n new um, and doing everything I can. But I, I can definitely feel it slowing down. But it's not going to change who I am trying to be in a relationship. That's what I was trying to get at before. Good. It's yeah. inter it's interesting because. I've had to learn to, I've never been, I've been kind of an in-person, you know, I love to go out like you, yourself. I'm not yeah. Mr. Texter. I don't really, 
I, I talk on the phone with my mom and my sister a lot, but I've had yep. to learn to kind of get into a lot more of these virtual realities that we're in right now and be present as somebody that's coaching somebody else, you know, in relationships. Do you think this is a good time to kind of work on those skills of utilizing, you know, get in, be present when you are texting somebody, be present when you are on the phone with somebody or Zooming them? I think going into the, you know, we're in the digital age now. I think that there's something that people are going to have to get used to, period. Like, right. that's just my, my personal viewpoint, especially in times like these. I don't know. We Again, we don't know what COVID is going to do in the next couple months, next year even. Um, so I think that it's somebody, something that people should get used to, honestly, unfortunately. But it's just. It's just something that you have to like be cognizant of. One thing I wanted to ask you about, Cody, because you also work in a restaurant and the restaurant mm -hmm. has been here in New York City. The restaurant has been doing these really cool live Instagram streams. And a lot of people may or may not know, but you're a singer, a really good singer as oh, well as very good, as well as your colleague, your coworker. And we were laughing, my sister and I were like, did they only hire people that were really talented? <laughs> but um, you have been recently, the, your restaurant Poco NYC, at Poco NYC, has been doing these live Instagram sessions periodically and yep. you've been singing. I'm just curious, when has the restaurant talked about any sort of plan when we do sort of reopen the gates Restaurants aren't, I know you work in a very small restaurant and yeah. what do you predict that may look like being, you know, from your standpoint? So I was just on the, on the phone with the restaurant manager today and she was like, as soon as we open, we're having the biggest, craziest brunch you ever saw oh. in New York City <laughs> because we're known for our brunches. Mm -hmm. So she's like, we're going to have the biggest celebration ever. So look forward to that. She's like, you're working, so make sure you're available. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's going to be yourself. Yes, definitely. We're looking forward to, um, we're, we're hoping for the, for the best and, and looking towards things going back to, uh, you know, more when it, when it gets back to, I don't want to say quote unquote normal, but Normal. But just in terms of, you know, we hear the L.A. mayor talking about how he predicts that you might go into a restaurant and they could take your temperature. Then they might also, your waiter, you might have disposable menus. You might have your waiter come up to you with a mask on. Um, yeah. Do you think that these could be some of the realities that will be in Poco? I think that we're going to have to be very aware of transmitting COVID. So, yes, I think that, that those are all possibilities. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if those do go into effect. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's going to be a different world, but I'm all about that party like it's 1999 brunch. Um, if you can bring <laughs> a plus one. Anyway. If you can be a pl bring a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yes, you'll be there. You got a table for you all on your own, and oh. we're going to party. Okay, okay, good. Bring, bring your whole crew. <laughs> I wanted to talk about a couple of things that you are involved in. Uh, you're a big drag race fan. On um, you, you are a part of this drag race party that you're doing, virtual party, and you were telling me about it. Can you just talk about that? Just not that people need to join yours, but how you're keeping busy. What is this all about? So, again, with my restaurant that I work at, Poco NYC, we are doing a virtual drag race trivia. So I'll be the host. Um, of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> drag to be determined if I'm going to be in drag or what. Oh, I'm, my God. <laughs> Wait, just stop, out, the, right? oh, stop the press. Have you ever done drag? <laughs> never. I've never done drag. I did it for a part when I was in college, but that's it. But, you picked uh, a bad time to not be able to. Where are you going to get all your, your shit? 
I'm going to be a bearded queen for sure because um, I don't know what I look like underneath this facial hair. I don't <laughs> mm-hmm. In, wow. So, okay, so you're hosting this and it will be on Instagram. Poke, is there a date set? No. It's going to be, a, it's, uh, there's an Eventbrite. So okay. um, we send out the Eventbrite. It's going to be on Zoom. Um, you just make a donation, however much you think, and then you, you can win prizes. There are prizes. There's an open bar. There's a pitcher saying sangria or margarita, something like that. And, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Just come for the kiki. I'll take care of you, like, <laughs> if you come to the to the, the Drag Race trivia. Don't worry about winning a prize. Everybody gets a prize. <laughs> okay, but is, is there a date on this yet? It is this Saturday. Oh, this so Saturday. Saturday at um, 7 o'clock, I want to say. I'll, get the, I'll put the event right in the comments down here. Put it in the comments section. I will also post it on tagspodcast.com because we definitely want people to tune in. And that sounds like a lot of fun. I probably won't be that good because as I was telling you offline the other day, I'm currently watching this season of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. But the last one I watched was so many years ago with my sister. And when Bianca Del Rio won. And I, I picked a good season, right? To as my first one to watch? Um, the one with Bianca Del Rio? I just make, I love Bianca Del Rio. Um, I'll just make all the questions Bianca Del Rio questions so you can win. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I have enough time to binge watch all the other seasons I haven't watched, but... That's literally what I've been doing for the past couple days. (laughs) You are in lockdown and prep prep mode. I am into it. I love it. Um, Oh, my God. And and I get to claim it on my taxes. Hey, this is excellent. It's really cool to hear that the restaurant that you work for really supports you in this time that we're all in, the service industry, hospitality industry, but also is giving you a platform to show all your other talents, and you're such an amazing singer, and that's kind of cool, I think. It's really an amazing place to work for and to be a a part of. It really feels more like a family, honestly, so... Wow, that's really it. cool. I love it. Cody, I think we're almost out of time. Oh, real quick. Um, so I know you know this, but gay, our New York Gay Pride's been canceled as many events oh, uh, here in New York are canceled. Um, we fortunately had our World Pride celebration last year, so at least we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been talk of some online Pride Fest that are going to be happening. What do you feel, how do you think a, an, a festival for like a Pride Fest is going to translate to a virtual event? Um, depending on where we are in uh, like quarantine mode, um, I think it could work because it could be a bunch of like smaller gatherings as mm-hmm. opposed to a much larger gathering. Like, I know that um, uh, sometimes, you know, people have parties at their house. I know I've been to a couple. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it could work. And, I mean, pride is more than just the parade. It's a, it's a sense of community. So I definitely think it could work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to give you some pride and to keep your spirits up with it all, absolutely. I think. I, did, I mean, yeah. I have enough shirtless pics to post during that time. So I bet you not. do. I <laughs> know you do. I have no doubt. Cody Maurice Doggett, thank you so much, as always, my co host. I can't wait to see you in person. Yes, I cannot wait. We're going to have such a great time. Uh, and please it's going to be a joyous reunion. Absolutely. Please post in the event that you're hosting in the comment section and send it to me, and I'll put it in show notes tomorrow and promote it as well. For uh, okay. yeah, I hope you can be there too. I will. I will. Thank you so much. I'll, question, I'll be at the Del Rio round. Okay, just for you. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to refresh. <laughs> love you, Cody. All right. All right. All right. Bye bye. 
Oh my gosh, this has been such an amazing episode with so many people. Um, I hope you were listening. Um, we're gonna like, I'm gonna get some callers in here from here on out, but I just want to personally say, um, as I started the show, when I was looking at my vision board that I started prior to COVID-19, my vision board said, reflect, rest, and restore. And I think those, I didn't know when I put that up on my vision board what that really meant, but words to live by. Reflect, rest, and restore because we will come out of this. And please stay healthy, please stay safe. Get the mask from my dear friend, Matthew Neff. We put it in their shop, neffnyc.com. It is the, the needed uh, thing you need right now. Um, until next time, I'm here every Thursday on this page and my co-host and I are doing a show every uh, Tuesday it drops. So I will see you soon. Peace out.